Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. A cash for a minute. Everybody wants cash, right? Everybody wants cash flow into their business. But the truth is, is that most people have struggle with having that cash flow, especially right now. So what can you do? I mean, we all want cash and we all want to make sure that we have cash coming into our business. But then when we look at our bank account and we wonder why we don't have the right amount of cash in there to be able to do the things that we want to do. And for most businesses, cash has been a struggle over the past two years because of everything that has impacted businesses and just our whole economy because of COVID, because of things that have happened. So let's talk a little bit about cash and cash flow. You know, people come to me and they say, Teresa, I just need to have more sales. If I just have more sales, I'm going to have more money in my bank account. But then when they look at their bank account, if they do have more sales coming in, and a lot of businesses right now, businesses, the economy is starting to pick up, businesses are getting busier, people are starting to, you know, kind of go back to, I don't want to say normal, that's a whole other topic for another podcast episode, but so it cash is coming into a business. But a lot of businesses look at their, their bank account and they're like, where did it all go? Where is my cash flow? Where is my where did that money go? Why is it in, in my bank account? And there's a couple of reasons for it. And if you're one of those businesses and you're saying to yourself, you know, I don't have any money in my bank account. I am struggling to pay bills. You know, I'm trying to hire people and I have to pay people more. And, you know, people that are being interviewed, you know, so-and-so is, is, is paying people down the street $20 an hour and this person's paying $22 an hour. And I don't know how I'm going to do this because I don't have enough cash. And cash doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, for the longest time, I remember somebody saying to me, is ca- does cash literally mean like dollars, like dollar bills, like paper cash? <laughs> Not necessarily. But when we talk about cash, we talk about the money that's coming into a business. When we talk about cash flow, we talk about the money that's literally coming into the business and then the money that's exiting the business that's going out, whether it be to pay people, pay bills, you know, whatever, pay for products, um, pay for inventory. That is, when we talk about cash flow, that is literally what it means. And as I said, the truth is, is that a lot of businesses struggle with keeping the cash in their business because they're only looking at that top line number. So they look at it by, okay, these are the sales that are coming into my business. This is the cash that's coming into my business. And that's all they look at. They don't look at the other part of the picture, which is even more important. I had a client one time that also, he would manage his business based on what was in his bank account. 
not thinking that what was in his bank account wasn't necessarily going to be the number that he would have at the end of a period because there were bills that were being paid, people were being paid, and they just hadn't come out of the bank account yet. So when he was looking at things, he was saying, where is all the money that came in because our sales went up, but I don't have anything to show for it at the end of the day. And that's where managing your cash flow comes in, okay? And I wanted to talk about, and here's the thing, it is not impossible to do. It is not, if if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh my gosh, that's me, that is, I am there, this, you know, this is me, and I, I, it's a struggle. And for most businesses, it is a struggle, but it's not impossible. It is not impossible at all. And I remember when I started my first business, when we had our retail store, this was a mistake that we made. We always used to look at what was our top line number because we didn't have any employees. So we were looking at, oh, our sales are, you know, this, okay? Our sales are, you know, 30K for the month or 20K for the month. Oh, that's awesome. But at the end of the day, it was like, where did all of our cash go? Where did all of our our the, our money go? And I remember our finance person, who was AKA my business partner's husband, used to say to us, you can't just look at that top number. You can't just pray, hope and pray that sales are going to come in and hope and pray that you're going to be able to pay yourself at the end of the month. You need to manage your cash. You need to know where your money is. So as I said, it's not impossible. And a lot of people think it's impossible. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It just requires three things. Three things that you can get yourself around today. As soon as you're done listening to this episode, you can actually go and you can start looking at these things. And I think I think out of all of the, ooh, my water's beeping. Um, out of all of the people I've ever worked with, I think this is probably the number one thing that they struggle to, to get their self around, their mind around, as far as what needs to happen in order to understand literally what is coming into the business, okay? That's your revenue, that's your income, that's your, that's your sales, and what's going out. So, and at the end of the day, when we look at what's coming in minus what's going out, then you can see what's left and figure out, okay, how are we going to manage our cash flow? All right. So there's three things, three things that are required to have what we call positive cash flow. All right. Three things that you need to think about today that are going to help you to start getting ahead of what's coming in, what's going out. And again, a lot of people, a lot of people think of, they only think of that top line revenue. They only think of that top line number. I remember years ago, my um, my mentor, I remember being in a program and we were talking about launches and all these people were saying they had six-figure launches, okay? And a launch is, is, is literally like you have an online program, um, you have your coaching program, and you're going to do a webinar, you're going to do a series of live videos or, or recorded videos to promote your product to get it out there. And I'm in this program and I remember talking to my mentor and saying, all these people are talking about these six-figure launches that they have, these six-figure, 
you know, promotions that they have. How the heck is this happening? And I remember him saying to me, Teresa, that's only the top line number. I want to see the bottom line. I want to see how profitable that launch was. So it is common, very, and most of those people netted zero. And some of them actually had a loss because they spent so much money on running ads and, you know, paying for things to do this promotion of their product that they ended up falling short. But they only look at that top line revenue number. And I, I look at it like, because I've, I've fallen in this trap myself, that top line revenue number, that's a vanity number. That's just a number that, that's, that's the pretty number, okay? We did, we had a $30,000 month, or we had a $10,000 month, or we had a $10,000 week or whatever. But at the end of the day, the number that is more important is that income number, that net number. After all expenses, after all, after all cost of goods, after everything, what is that bottom line number? That's what's more important. And there are, and we're not going to get into that today, but there are certain percentages as far as, you know, when we look at our numbers and we can say, okay, our gross profit, sales minus cost of goods, okay, what is our gross profit number? But then we can also say, okay, what is our net profit, which is uh, sales minus cost of goods, we have our gross profit, and then we take off all of our expenses, okay? Now, there are certain percentages for certain businesses of where you need to be gross profit and where you need to be net profit. We're not going to get into that right now. We're just going to talk about the three things. That's a whole other podcast episode that if you're interested, we will go over and maybe we will just record that episode anyway, um, talking about where you really need to be as far as your gross profit, what percentage do you need to be at, and then your net profit. All right. But these three things of what you need to focus on in order to start getting ahead of your cash flow issues. And again, I don't know any business that has never struggled with this. I, and if if they haven't struggled with it, I mean, more power to them. But I don't know any entrepreneur that has never struggled with this, ever. So the first thing that we want to think about, all right, is what is our intention behind what we're doing and our focus, okay? So getting ahead of our cash flow and really starting at, because most people are probably thinking, okay, I want to see what my, you know, what my numbers are. No, no, we're actually going to start with what is your intention? Okay. What is your intention with managing your cash flow? Because if you're not moving from a place of understanding what you're trying to do with it, you're going to fall short because you don't really have a guide. Okay. So if your goal, if you look at your cash flow and you say to yourself, my intention and my focus is number one, to get my gross profit up. Okay. Not, if, you, if you look at it and you say to yourself, we don't have enough gross profit, the difference between what you're selling it at and what you bought it at, we don't have enough in there. So then that is actually falling short. We're falling short then. Okay. So looking at it and saying, all right, my gross profit isn't high enough. All right. And the reason why I want to make it higher is so that I have enough room in there so we can pay employee benefits, employee health insurance. 
I can hire more people. All right. I can pay more salaries. I can donate more money. I can help the community. So really getting your head around understanding what do you want to do with this cash? What do you want to do with this? Okay. It is not, if your sole intention is just, I want more cash because I want to make more money because I want to pay myself more. Well, okay. That might be your intention, but we want to think bigger than that because at the end of the day, you are not the person, the only person that is going to make your business run, right? You need people. You need people. You need a, you need a team behind you. So really having that intention as far as what do I want to do with my cash? What do I want to do with this? Like, what is the ultimate goal of my business? So hopefully you have a mission and you have a vision and you understand what those are and you can go back to that and say, okay, (laughs) we need to fix this. We need to fix our issue here because this is our ultimate goal. I have a client who was struggling with their cash flow when they met me. All right. And the first thing that we did is we went back to what is the goal of your business? And the goal of their business was to change the face of transportation, to change the paradigm of traditional transportation in the United States so that we can do what we can to reduce the carbon footprint and um, be more sustainable and ultimately save the planet. So if you can go back to what is your intention behind what are you doing with your business? All right. You don't start with the numbers first. You start with what is your intention? What is your focus? All right. And that directly relates to your vision. So the second thing that we do is we want to start planning. All right. And the best thing that you can do, because when we get clear on, all right, what is our intention? What is our focus? And then we can say, okay, in order to get there, let's start planning. Let's plan for this. And the best way that you can plan, the best way that you can look at this is by giving yourself a budget, setting up a budget to literally say, okay, this is what we're forecasting our sales to be in order to make this happen. All right. And then this is what we know our expenses are over the next month, week, whatever that looks like. Okay. So looking at your business and what you want to do with your business, what is your goal with your business and what is your goal with your cash and saying, okay, let's start doing some planning. Let's look at our data and say, what do we think our sales based on our data? What is our revenue going to be? What is our, what, what does our revenue look like over the next week, month, quarter, whatever. And then also what is, what do our, our expenses look like when you're doing that? You can also look at it and say, you start to look at things and say, where are we spending too much money or where do we have redundancy or where do we have, where are we spending money on things that we really don't need? Okay. They're more of a want. And we and a lot of times when clients go and they start looking at this stuff, they start realizing, ooh, we're spending money on this. We don't even use it. Why are we even spending money on this? The other thing you can start to look at is if you're doing a lot of outsourcing, looking at how much you're spending for outsourcing, whether it be an accountant, a marketing firm, you know, whatever, and saying to yourself, 
are we getting the return for what we're spending? Can we bring whatever that service is inside, in-house, instead of outsourcing it? Okay. So you start to look at a lot of things as far as, and you can plan for things because you can look at it and say, this is what we're forecasting. And you can, one of the things that I do with my clients is we look at, okay, what are your revenue events that you have coming in the next couple months? Okay. And you can build that into your forecast as well. And you can say, we have these revenue events coming in and we know these are going to be busier times for us. So you can start to plan, all right, we, we know we want to hire more people and we know this is what we want to pay them. So you can build that into it. Okay. So the first thing is we get focused. We get focused and we go back to what is our intention with our business. The second thing is, is yeah, we start doing some planning. We start looking at the data. And the third thing is we look at our people. Again, when we're looking at our numbers and we're looking at, you know, where are we spending our money? When we look at, you know, I have a client, they realized that they were spending an exorbitant amount of money on supplies for their business and realized that the person they were buying supplies from was actually charging them three times as much as where they could get it from somebody else. Okay. So, but looking at this and looking at your people. So now you have, you're, you're focused on what you need to do. You start doing your planning and you start creating your budget. So now it's, do we have the right people in place? Do we have the right people in place to execute your, the tasks that need to be done to to achieve what you want to achieve in your business. And that goes back to the intention can't be all about you. The intention needs to be bigger than you. It needs to be about the people who are in this with you to make this business successful. The people who are helping you to move this vision forward. So looking at your people and saying, who do, do you have the, the right people in the right positions? Can you bring some of your outsourcing inside? And then also, who do you need? Who do you need in strategic positions to make sure that everything flows, that things are being looked at in the right way, and that you are working towards improving that cash? Meaning you have more money coming in and staying in than you have going out. And in order to do that, you need the right people in your business. You need the right people who are working on your business and working in your business so that you can keep your eye on and keep moving the needle as far as what is going to help you grow that top line number and manage. You have other people that are helping you manage those expenses so that at the end of the day, you have more money that you can invest back into your business, invest back into your people and invest back into yourself. So everybody wants cash. Everybody wants cash, but you don't have to struggle to have positive cash flow. You don't have to struggle to create that wealth in your business. Okay. And I don't mean just financial wealth, but I mean wealth of fulfillment, wealth of great energy, wealth of happy employees, engaged employees, but also, yes, that financial wealth. 
that financial wealth that is going to lead to being more affluent and also being able to, again, invest back in your people, like pay the salaries and the pay people what you want to pay them, invest back in retirement plans and health insurance and, and whatever that is, okay? It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be impossible. Even though, like I said, a lot of business owners think that it is, it's not. It just takes the right intention and focus, the right type of planning, and the right people. So hope this episode helped you in a time when things are starting to open back up, but we also have, you know, all of these things that are happening in the world, costs are going up. You can work with it. You can make sure that you have enough cash flowing into your business so that you can create a wealth plan. You can create that wealth and that affluence in your business. So I hope this helped you. Um, I look forward to talking to you next week, and I hope you have a great rest. (laughs) I'm tongue-tied talking about cash. I hope you have a great rest of your week. So take care, be well, stay safe. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get, you know, five stars, it, it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners' lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review. And also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. and would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.